Today, we will be talking about The Line. Now, if you've never heard of The Line, then please stay tuned. Welcome to a special edition of Created to Reign, a podcast of the Cornwall Alliance for the Stewardship of Creation. I am David Arla Gates, Director of Research and Education of the Cornwall Alliance, and our topic today is The Line. Now, from their online website, The Line is a civilizational revolution that puts humans first, providing an unprecedented urban living experience while preserving the surrounding nature. It redefines the concept of urban development and what cities of the future should look like. Spoiler alert, they will probably look like cities from the old Soviet Union Eastern Bloc countries, but with just a slightly modern update. But of course, the line will be much newer and much more improved. The line will be about 650 feet wide, 106 miles long, and will rise to more than the height of the Empire State Building, with a footprint of just over 13 square miles. It will consist of two mirrored and parallel buildings with lush green grass and trees in between that is open at the top to the outside environment to provide ventilation. And it will house, wait for it, 9 million people. With no roads, cars, or emissions, the specification sheet says it will run on 100% renewable energy and 95% of the land normally taken up by the city will be preserved for nature. People's health and well-being will be prioritized over transportation and infrastructure, unlike in traditional cities. Residents will also have access to all the facilities they will ever need within just a simple five-minute walk. The line also will have high-speed rail, with an end-to-end continuous transit time of just 20 minutes. And of course, the ideal climate will be maintained within the line all year long. Now, within this new utopian city will be trees and waterfalls and open spaces so the residents will be able to experience this perfect climate as they walk from their homes to their work in just a matter of minutes. It will be a place where the best and the brightest live, although I'm not sure where those whom they deem subpar will be forced to live. No pollution, no traffic accidents, and with world-class preventative health care, People will simply live longer. Artificial intelligence will monitor the city and use predictive models to figure out ways to improve daily life for the citizens living within the line. In fact, artificial intelligence will be extensively used to provide city services and to monitor what the citizens do within the line. Now, I know what you're thinking. We've all seen movies and TV shows and cartoons with futuristic living, but they're all pie in the sky. So what is wrong with these people having a fun time dreaming of their future world? Planning is sort of like a video game, and so who does that hurt? Indeed, their video shows a young girl flying through the line like a fairy with wings, enjoying the climate, the clean air, and the cameras manned by artificial intelligence that will spring agents into action should she fly somewhere she isn't supposed to go. Except 
that the line is currently under construction. It is being built from the Gulf of Aquaba in the Northern Red Sea eastward for about 106 miles. Construction began in October of 2021, and the first residents are set to move in in 2024, assuming, of course, no construction delays. Now, we can spend days talking about the limitations of this utopia. Where does all the renewable energy come from? Why you'd need to blanket the recovered land with wind turbines and solar panels, and then some, just to make the energy to run this monstrosity. And what about food? Nine million people eat quite a lot. That will require lots of farmland somewhere to feed these people, and the food will have to be transported to the line. What about water? Well, in case you aren't up on the physical geography, this area is a desert. All of those people, the lush vegetation, and the running water and waterfalls are going to demand lots of water. Moreover, the line is being built in the pristine environment of the Tabuk province of Saudi Arabia. The Saudis aren't converting an existing city. They're creating a new one in undisturbed land. There are native Arabs who live in the area, and they've lived there for thousands of years. But they are being forcibly displaced to allow for the construction of the line. And as I said, I can go on for days. But let's do some math. The line consists of two parallel buildings, 650 feet wide and 106 miles long. Now, assuming the green space between the buildings is about the size of one of the buildings, we have two buildings that are about 220 feet wide and 106 miles long. The Empire State Building has 102 floors. So if we calculate the square footage of the buildings and then divide it by its 9 million inhabitants, That'll come to just about 1,400 square feet of space per person, or what amounts to a palatial mansion apartment in any city in the world. But wait, that figure must also include walking space, as 9 million people will require lots of space to move around. It also must include space for elevators and their attendant mechanics, massive supports to hold up the Empire State Building-like high-rise, space for heating and air conditioning units, and space for restaurants, grocery stores, recreation, drugstores, schools, hospitals, doctor's offices, everything else required to supply the 9 million people with the basics of life, and particularly just to supply it so they're only five minutes away from anything they need. So no, don't expect the residents of the line to be housed in large apartments. Now imagine doing this in some place else like New York City. The five boroughs of New York house just about 9 million people. New York's version of the line would extend all the way from the battery well up into central Connecticut. But you don't have to imagine a line in New York City. Their website actually provides that imagery for you. And yes, the line is only the beginning as it's part of the realization of Agenda 2030. So this will be imposed worldwide at some point and in some form. Even this brief overview of the line should give you enough background to see that it has simply no hope for success. What will happen, however, is that the concept will live on in the compartmentalization of people into small, cramped living conditions, The ability to travel and communicate will be limited, 
and amenities will actually be scarce and expensive. In the former Soviet Union, living space for the unwashed masses was about 7 feet by 7 feet per person in the 1950s. After a major effort to increase housing, average living space increased to just 9 feet by 9 feet per person by the mid-1970s. This is more likely the future that Agenda 2030 will bring. I remember visiting Russia just before the fall of the Soviet Union and also Bucharest, Romania sometime afterwards. In both settings, citizens were living in high cubicle concrete buildings designed by the totalitarian regimes with, of course, their occupants in mind. Sorry, that was my attempt to be tongue-in-cheek. In Bucharest, under Ceausescu, the city had vacated and then destroyed all single-family dwellings, forcing the citizens to move into large eight-story concrete buildings. Neighborhoods then were destroyed to provide area for nature to be experienced. Pets were forbidden within these new concrete cells, and since most citizens of Bucharest could not bring themselves to euthanize their pets, they let them run free but returned to feed them. Years later, when I visited Bucharest, the city was overrun with packs of feral dogs that would aggressively attack people on the street for food. One sad picture I still have in my mind was of a mother pushing her child in a stroller. Apparently, she had stopped at the store to buy some food, and the food was placed next to the baby. A pack of dogs was nipping at her in a stroller in an attempt to steal the food, and she was trying to fend them off with an empty two-liter bottle, which she apparently carried for just such an event. Socialist utopias never come to pass, but what you always get is some dystopian disaster. The line may present wonderful, maybe even fantastical plans, but it has no hope of ever bringing to fruition the utopia it promises. The final solution will undoubtedly look more like the former Soviet Union than the Jetsons cartoon or their online video that touts the line. Thanks for listening to Created to Rain, a podcast of the Cornwall Alliance for the Stewardship of Creation. Learn more about the Cornwall Alliance at cornwallalliance.org. If you have found our podcast to be interesting and informative, please tell your friends about us and give us a five-star rating. If you haven't yet subscribed, then please do. For all of us here at the Cornwall Alliance, we thank you for listening, and until next time, may God richly bless and protect you.